this is Yu Zhang from Thirsty for Art, and welcome to this episode. I'm so excited to talk about this, and the topic is: Are you scared of your inner critic? So we're gonna be talking about our inner critics, especially when we're making art. So. When we're making art, this could be like the number one obstacle to actually even getting started, and you know some people might be spending years not touching any art materials at all because of this, because of inner critic, and we become paralyzed from this voice inside of us saying, you know, I'm not good at this, I'm not an artist, who am I to do this? Um, I'm gonna do terrible, and things like that. And the funny thing is, professional artists can suffer from this voice too, and it could、um, sometimes come up, and you know, we stop ourselves from actually engaging in art because we're really scared to hear this voice slash our self-esteem. In a way, we start to judge our skills, and we judge how good we are. Maybe comparing to other people, and maybe the artworks that we see outside of us in the world on Instagram, perhaps or Pinterest or wherever. But the thing is, this is probably not the only place you've heard this voice of your inner critic. I know if you're experiencing this. Um, when you're trying to make art, you're probably experiencing it in different areas of your life as well. You know, inner critic doesn't come just when you're making art; it comes out whenever something is on the line,、um, whenever there's a chance that you'll be judged, pretty much. So it could be like relationships, or it could be at a workplace, it could be if you're working on a passion project, your inner critic might come out and be like, "You're not good enough for this." And this inner critic has been there for a while, right? <laughs> and whenever you're trying to do something worthwhile, something important to you in some way, this inner critic comes out, and it stops you from doing a lot of things in many areas of your life.、Um, so it's really important that you're getting to address this right now when we're talking about art. So once we let go of this fear. Of this inner critic, as we make art, we can realize, hey, you know, life is like art making. <laughs> it's not about getting right. It's not about making it perfect and achieving a certain result, but it's about getting in touch with who we are, as raw human beings, as real people, as imperfect human beings, and showing up just as we are, and just. Expressing our true emotions and expressing who we really are, our authentic self, and yeah, art making is all about that. It's not about achieving something perfect and not having any mistakes in it. And life is like that too. So I hope that when we talk about this today, and that it will help you to kind of let go of that need. To make something perfect, and hope that that will spread to other areas of your life, and so the way you approach life will be more about just kind of showing up as you are, right? So, 
how do we even deal with this voice? Do we try to silence it? Do we try to quiet it a little bit? Uh, that's really the question, right? <laughs> but let's get back to the beginning. So the ideal situation is that we don't even have to deal with this inner critic at all, right? The ideal situation is us not having that voice at all inside of us. So whenever we do something, we just don't have this voice telling us we're not enough. Um, no voice and you just do whatever you please, right? Nothing's stopping you. And and this is possible, everyone. Uh, it's possible not to have an inner critic at all when you're making art, which might sound very far off, <laughs> which might sound very impossible for some of you, but it is possible to just not have it at all. You just have a different kind of mindset when you approach art. You just don't worry about how your artwork looks and you're just very um, focused in getting in touch with your feelings and thoughts, like the things that are inside of you. But <laughs> the problem is that most of us already have this inner critic living inside of us and just, you know, watch you for any chance to come out. <laughs> Always popping up and, you know, taking this space in our minds and just kind of interrupting our flow. So how do we deal with it? If we already have this voice and we've had it for a while so i want to question this a little bit first do we really fear hearing this voice i mean why do we fear it so much the reason this inner critic voice stops us is because we fear that it's actually true we sort of believe that it is true that you're not good enough, or you'll do terrible, and you're afraid making art will only confirm this. If you didn't believe this at all, if you didn't believe whatever the inner critic is saying is true at all, and you just thought that that's just false, that's not, that's not true, then you wouldn't be having a hard time like this. It wouldn't stop you at all. You would just go ahead and make the art, right? And it wouldn't matter so much what this inner critic is saying. It doesn't have any weight to it. So the first step to dealing with this inner critic is to acknowledge that the only reason this is a problem is because I am giving it power by believing in what it's saying and by going along with it. So you have this belief that I'm not good at art, I won't be good at it, art is hard, I could never get what I have in my vision to come out the way that I want it to, I don't have that skill, I don't have that ability. So when this inner critic raises his voice, please just don't go along with it. <laughs> One way to help you with this is to understand where the inner critic is coming from. The inner critic is actually there so um, so that it can protect you from what it thinks is harmful in the future. Because you believe that you are not good enough inside, this inner critic voice comes in and it's trying to save you from that harsh criticism that you might get from the outside world. And it's just trying to stop you from making mistakes and doing something bad and 
and ultimately confirming that you are not good enough, which you may have been trying to hide from or distance yourself most of the time. It's designed to make you play small and do nothing so that you don't have to make any mistakes at all, which this voice believes that you will make a mistake because you know you have this belief that you're not perfect, right? So instead of going along with this critic and the logic of this inner critic, say to yourself, say to this inner critic, I understand you're trying to protect me, but you don't need to. I am okay. And then it's time to focus on the root of this inner critic issue. And the root of it is your belief about yourself. It really just all boils down to this, your belief about yourself. And this is the one thing you need to face head on and in order to not be stopped by the inner critic, you need to have a crystal clear idea of what is this exact belief that I'm having about myself. And of course, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to explore this. And I really, really recommend doing some open journaling for this and kind of writing down with stream of consciousness writing and things will come out. And you can kind of step back and see how, what kind of beliefs you're having within your writing. And once you know what that exact belief is, then you are ready to change it. Really, the awareness part needs to come first, and then the change can happen afterwards. So there are several ways to change this belief, and... One way is to do what my, one of my favorite artists, Vincent Van Gogh, tells you to do. There's a really famous quote, I'm going to paraphrase it, and it's like, do it anyway, and the voice will be silenced. So if you have this voice within you, do it anyway. Do what you wanted to do anyway, and then the voice will have nothing to say, right? And this is true. Because your actions, which is making art all the time, shows you clearly, <laughs> it's like evidence, that the negative self-belief is not true at all. You can make the art, and the world will not condemn you, or punish you, or destroy you in any way for your work, right? You're not going to be destroyed by making the art, and... And you're not going to be judged so harshly. You prove to yourself that art making is fun when you do it anyway. And, and that it's enjoyable and it's fulfilling to you. So like the joy part of it, the, the things that you get out of the art become so much more bigger and so much uh, more, has more weight to you than what the inner critic has to say. So you kind of like start not believing in the inner critic because evidence is that you're doing so well <laughs> you're having fun and it's not a problem and the other way to really change this belief whatever that inner critic is saying to you is having an art therapist work with you and an experienced art therapist can really just like 
bypass your negative self-talk and your immobility or your stuckness <laughs> and make it so that it's really easy to make art. Do you know um, what to choose, what to ask you, and how to direct you or guide you so that you won't be paralyzed and instead you'll be making art really easily and expressing yourself freely and Really, at the end of the day, you'll be surprising yourself. Hey, I really didn't need any skills to do this. <laughs> and art therapists can help you explore and get deep with this belief that you have. Kind of release it using different kinds of art projects or art uh, materials. And then replace it with more empowering belief in its place. And finally, the hard way. I think it's the hard way to changing this belief is doing the inner work. And this inner work can look different for each person. You might be talking with others. You might be working with a coach or you might be working on yourself by yourself. And, and that's okay. But you know, I think the way to start this inner work, I want to give you a little bit of um, help and guidance to it. So I have some kind of big questions that you could use to delve in to really start changing this belief. And some of the questions you can ask yourself is, first of all, what is the benefit of believing this belief? What are you getting out of? Because this belief is serving a purpose, and I kind of hinted at this uh, earlier, talking about what purpose this belief is serving. So that's one question to ask yourself, um, because it, it's there for a reason, right? And we need to know the reason behind it in order for us to actually change it. And another question is, what do you need to believe instead? So... If this belief that you were having before was kind of destructive or um, was blocking you from doing the things that you want to do, especially art, then what do you need to believe in yourself instead that will allow you to move forward, allow you to do the things that you want to do? And another question is, if you could argue and give evidence that you are already good enough, and you are already capable to do art, to do whatever, what would you say to yourself? What would you say if you could argue that you are good enough already? This is an awesome question because, you know, although we may have a strong belief that we're not able and we're not good enough and we will always make mistakes and that will be terrible, it does not mean that these beliefs are true. The fact that we are having this belief does not make it true. And we always see what we believe. So our beliefs color our vision, color our glasses, and the way we see things. So if we believe that we are good enough and we are capable, then we will start seeing all these evidences that support that and make this positive belief even stronger. So I give you this question so that you can start seeing all the evidences and 
start trying to find all these evidences because they are there. And it's just that our negative beliefs were making us focus on something different and something more negative. So it's that, you know, there are all these evidences already and it just needs what's necessary is that we just need to look at them and focus on them. And these evidences will start making you think, huh, you know, I am good enough. Look at all these things that I've done or look at all these experiences that I've had that say that I am that show me that I am okay, that I am good, and that I am capable. So this is a really good starting point to do the inner work, to change your beliefs that are stopping you from making art and doing whatever else that you want to do, whatever else that's worth doing in your life. And as you've probably... um, realized from all this talk about the inner critic that this inner critic can really be a big part of your life and it could be a very big hurdle and so this is not something that you might be able to do like in one day (laughs) or in one instance but it's something that could take a process it could take quite some time but you know, even if it does take that time and it's worth it. And as you see yourself grow and progress in this path, um, you'll feel better and better. And you'll see yourself doing more and more of the things that you want to do, especially in the creative field. Um, so I hope this is helpful for you. And let me know if you are struggling with this inner critic problem and you probably are because all a lot of us are dealing with it and and let me know how you're dealing with it and handling it and what's working and what's not working for you i would love to know um you can find me on instagram this is something new that i'm starting out and it would be nice to see uh what your opinions are what your thoughts are about this topic in a critic or you could just email me at hello at thirstyforart.com And as always, I would love to know your thoughts on this podcast, especially if you've enjoyed it and want to know what you like about it and your opinion in general. So that would be awesome if I could hear back by getting your review. So thank you for listening. I'll come back to another episode next time.